Who am I? What is my identity? I am alive in Christ. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Hopefully these words or similar ones from another version are already starting to resonate in you as you have begun the journey of this memorization project entitled, Who Am I? Welcome. We're going to spend this year hiding truth in our hearts about who we are in Christ. And specifically, these first 12 weeks, we will be focused on our identity in Christ. In other words, what do we look like? As Christians, who are we? Really? What does God's Word have to say about us? You know, it says so many things. We can't cover them all in the first 12 weeks of this quarter, but we picked some very important ones. And as we put it all together, I can think of no better place for us to get started than Galatians 2.20, which focuses on the truth that we are alive in Christ. Now, if you're listening in, obviously, you're physically alive. There's blood pumping through your veins, you're breathing and moving through life, but let's think of life in a much broader scope than physically functioning. Life is so much more than that. Maybe today you're seeing the life of God spilling over into your moments and you woke up saying, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. And God's life is spilling over into the things that you're doing today. But maybe you're just dragging through. A couple of days ago, I got a text from a friend who was describing her day. And I could tell she was just dragging through. See, every day we see it in posts on Facebook and tweets on Twitter, words and thoughts revealing this uphill climb that we're calling life, day to day just trudging through, hoping to stumble upon something vibrant and wonderful. Maybe your fingers have typed out some similar expressions lately, or your spoken words have conveyed those feelings, or your thoughts go there often. You understand all too well what I'm talking about. And I can tell you, I have certainly been there too. Focused on myself, my feelings, trying to pull some good experience out of my day to create life in my life. (laughs) Well, I pray that the Lord is going to bring truth in our hearts this week about this very thing. This self-effort of trying and pursuing is a slow way of death. Instead, we have the life of Christ within us. And he desires to express himself in each and every moment. The Bible says he is life. Let's look at this verse that we're memorizing this week, specifically in the tense of how it's worded. First of all, let's focus on the have been. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. You know, sometimes people have a hard time articulating what it really means to be a Christian. I can tell you, memorize Galatians 2.20 and you're going to have a great answer. It describes it perfectly. Track with me here by looking back at what has happened. See, when God created humanity, he placed his spirit within humanity, his life. However, when they chose sin, there was a death of that life. Oh, they were still physically alive, but because they chose their own way, God's spirit would no longer live within them. That's why the Bible says in Ephesians 2.1, you were dead in your trespasses and sins. They weren't physically dead, but spiritually dead. The only expressions of their life were self. There was nothing divine about them. You know, many people live just like that. 
In fact, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said that the path of living is wide. In other words, many people are choosing to live that way, in death, physically alive, but living out of self-focused thoughts, feelings, and decisions. And that kind of living produces death. The narrow way, however, is to choose life. When we make the decision to become a Christian, that's what we're really choosing. We're choosing for Him to be alive in us. And Galatians 2.20 describes the Christian life. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. Meaning, because I believe in Jesus, I know He's the Son of God, He's the only acceptable sacrifice for my sin, I express that belief by putting myself on the cross and dying to my way of living. See, he chose to sacrifice himself, and I do too. It's not a physical death that we go through, but it's one of dying to ourselves, dying to our way of living, dying to our thoughts, our feelings, our will, and allowing God's thoughts, God's feelings, God's will to rule us. That's why the verse goes on to say, it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Meaning, a wonderful thing happened through this choice that I have already made when I became a Christian. Just as Christ resurrected from the, de- from the grave, when I died with him, his life resurrected in me. See, when man chooses to live for self, God's spirit is not going to dwell within man. But when man chooses to put self to death with Christ, the life of God is going to be reborn in man. Again, it's going to resurrect God comes to life in man. Man is no longer spiritually dead. He is alive. So when we become a Christian, that is the dynamic that takes place. Belief that expresses itself through joining with Christ and sacrificing ourselves with him. And it has happened already. I have been crucified with Christ. But see, the next part of Galatians 2.20 moves to the present. It isn't about that moment that we joined Christ in belief and gave our life to him. It's about what it looks like now, today. It says, the life which I now live. I live by faith in the Son of God. Meaning, now my life looks like a life of faith. Now, where do you get faith? You get it from the Word of God. It's based on truth. It gives me the assurance of things hoped for, for the conviction of things unseen, like Hebrews 11 says. And see, that's so important to understand because faith is going to override my experiences, my circumstances, my feelings, all those things that I can see and grab hold of. God's word may not really agree with those things. See, I may not always feel like I'm alive in Christ, but the truth of Galatians 2.20 says that I am. I may not always feel like God's alive within me, but the truth of Galatians 2.20 says that he is. God is alive in me. So I live my life by faith in him. My mind, my will, my emotions are caught up in the life of Christ in me. And I live those things out by faith. And it's not about me striving to do that. It's about me surrendering daily to allow him to live through me by what I know to be true of what God's word says. It's all about his life in me. It's nothing I could have ever done on my own. That's why the verse concludes with another thing that has already happened. It says, who loved me and delivered himself up for me. The life of God alive in me is not something I would have been able to work out or be good enough to deserve. Because Christ loved me and he chose the cross first. This life that, that I have available to me and everyone who walks the face of the earth is available by faith. 
It's a done deal. He did it. He's already done this for us. The question is, will I choose to be crucified with him to receive this life and then live it out by faith? See, I made the choice of being crucified with Christ when I became a Christian. I chose that narrow path, the path of dying to self and allowing the life of Christ to come alive in me. But daily, I also have to make this choice of faith every day to die to self. That's why in Luke chapter 9, Jesus said, Whoever wants to follow me must deny himself and take up his cross daily. Sometimes we have to do that moment by moment. We have to make this choice to allow God's life to be the expression of our soul. There are several small key words in this verse that I think we can focus on to help us not forget. First of all, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. This is something each one of us individually has to do. And I would ask you, can you say that today? I have been crucified with Christ. The rest of the words are just simple little prepositions. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. See, this isn't something we dreamed up on our own or we do on our own. We do this with Christ. And it says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life of Christ in me, in you. There is such truth there. See, this is not something that we're reaching for or running after like we don't have it yet. His life is in us. But we see this word in again. It says, in the life which I now live in the flesh. See, we've got to remember, we're still living in the flesh. We still live in a fleshly body. We can't deny that. But it also says, I live it by faith. Another very small word that's important. How do we live? By faith. I have the opportunity to live by a different way than those people who are choosing to go on that wide path. The narrow path is a path that I live by faith. And I do that in, another small word, in the Son of God. That's where my faith is. It's in Him. It's not in me. And then lastly, who loved me and gave Himself for me. He did it for me. He did it for you. This is a gift to us, this life. Do you see how this is all about Jesus? It's a choice that I make or you make, but it's focused on Jesus. One of my goals this year is to read quite a few biographies of people who have made this choice to be crucified with Christ, who are truly living by faith and therefore overflowing with life. I'm reading right now about a young woman. Her name is Katie. She's 22 years old and she put self on the cross and followed God's personal call in her life. She started an orphanage in Uganda, and she's adopted 14 children. Her story is so full of divine life. There's joy and peace and provision and compassion and whole and healthy relationships. There's kindness and goodness and divine intervention daily. She shares that she could never have manufactured this life on her own. But as she has chosen the way of the cross, what looks like to many people that she's giving up her life has actually brought true life way beyond what she could have ever known. It's risen up within her and spilled out on herself and the needy people. Her story spurs me on to live this choice of that narrow path each day. And I I have to tell you, I'm looking forward to the other stories that I'm going to read this year and the life of God that I'm going to see expressed in them as well. But what that does is it makes me look forward to my own story overflowing with life. As I also embrace this truth of who I am. I am alive in Christ. And I can live that out by faith this year. His life is literally within us. 
That is part of who we are. It is our identity. And as we walk this narrow path, this life is going to continue to come spilling out in our stories in ways we can't even imagine. So I want to ask you today, what is your story? Is it a text that's typed out on your phone or a Facebook status of self-focused weariness and woe today? Or are you living by faith that you have been crucified with Christ? His life is in you. And so today, once again, you're putting self on the cross with him. And by faith, you're anticipating his life to spill out all around you. You know, so many of us feel like our faith is small or weak. And so it's challenging to live that way. Let me remind you, you get faith by the word of God. So this memorization project is a great place for you to plant yourself this year. Let his word build up your faith. I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Alive in Christ, it is our identity. Let's live it.